Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name is Chris Badgett and I'm joined by a special guest from the Lifter LMS team, Allie Mathis. How are you doing, Allie? I'm great, Chris. Always happy to be here with you. Allie is holding the lead as the most <laughs> repeat visitor, but we want to talk to you today a little bit about um, uh, the newest member of the Lifter LMS family, assignments. What are we going to talk about, Allie? Yeah. First of all, I'm really excited that Assignments has rolled out because I believe it's the last uh, product in the Infinity Bundle. Is that correct? That is correct. It was yeah. the last product that we promised when we initially uh, rolled out the idea of it uh, nine months ago. Mm -hmm. And how did that process, do you feel like, how did that process go in terms of rolling out the products and, and getting to Assignments? I think it went really well. A lot of people were really interested in the idea of what, you know, was in the infinity bundle. Mm -hmm. And what's really exciting to me is actually, for those of you who are watching this, uh, I know many of you are listening on, you know, podcast or by audio only, but there's a, there's like three overlapping circles I have on my whiteboard. One is the online course, one is community and one is coaching. And where these three circles overlap in this Venn diagram, the sweet spot in the middle is what is the infinity bundle. It's a stack of not just online courses, but also coaching and community, which makes for more um, effective learning environments, more valuable programs, because it's not just about course content. It's also about personalization and feedback that comes through coaching uh, with like private areas or you know on uploaded assignments or you know essays on quizzes and things like that um <clears throat> so it's like it's more of the stack it's not just online courses it's also coaching and community if you want to do those things with your learning platform so i'm really excited to be able to offer a tool that is not just you know a mem membership members only content there's all these other modular components that you can add to the stack. Yeah. So, so tell me about the assignments um, add-on and how that fits in with um, all the other products in the Infinity Bundle that we've just recently rolled out. How does it, where does it fit into the family? Assignments, what my favorite like tagline that I use when I talk about it is get your learners taking action. And somebody challenged me recently on a, on a, on a webinar about assignments where it, it really needs to be the right action, which I appreciate. So one of the things that I'm really into in, you know, this, this community and this movement of uh, transformational learning is results. It's, it's not just about the information age and content and global distribution. It's about integrating that information into action and ultimately getting the results promised in the marketing of the course. So we have a problem in our industry of what I call just edutainment, where it's education that's set up to be entertaining, but doesn't necessarily get to the results that the students are hoping to get when they buy the course or the program or the, the offer, whatever it is. Assignments build that bridge of, okay, we've got good content, but let's also get the learner, you know, out of consumption mode and moving into action. So where assignments get people moving and integrating that knowledge or applying that knowledge into action. 
So when I hear the word assignments, I think of homework. Is that right? Is that basically what assignments are? That's one way to think about it, but it's a little different in the internet because uh, the difference between a, a test and homework in a traditional school setting is really, um, you know, demarcated by the venue or the classroom where, you know, tests, you know, happen in the classroom, assignments or homework or things that you take home out of the classroom and bring back later to turn in for a grade. Both tests and homework count against your grade, some of varying, you know, importance. But on the internet, you know, when uh, wherever our computer is, whether it's in the office, in the home, on the go, on the mobile phone, that venue or that classroom, those lines are a little fuzzy. So it's, some of it is just semantics, but um, I, so I just like to think of it, you can call it what you want. You could call it a quiz, you could call it a challenge, you could call it an assessment, you could call something uh, an assignment, you could call it homework, you could call it um, you know, to-do list. It just depends on what you're trying to do as to which one of the lifter tools you should use and what you want to call it. So, um, well, let's talk first about the different, um, the different types of assignments that are available in Lifter LMS. Can you run me through them? There, there are three of them. There's three currently, which are the tasks, the upload, and the essay. So the tasks are, it could just be like, it's basically like a checkbox and then something to do. So for example, and you could have just one task or you could have like a whole string of tasks, like almost like a recipe list if you, mm-hmm. if, or a to-do list. So for example, if, if we were teaching a course on how to build a website and the first lesson was about you know, getting your, the basics foundation together. And, you know, I have some video content about how the internet works and what are the main pieces that you need to get together before starting to actually build your website. The task list might be buy a domain name, get web hosting and install WordPress so that you can log into WordPress. So that there might be like a task list of three items that need to be completed mm-hmm. in order to complete the lesson. And I can also, it like saves. So I may do the easy thing first, like go buy a domain name, but I can't complete that. I can't complete that assignment because I haven't done the other two things yet. So if you want to use other tools like prerequisites, you've kind of locked down forward progress until they do the work. So Instead, it would be very easy to, to kind of start learning how to make a website and then moving on to the next lesson without doing the work. But assignments kind of help you lock that down if you want to and specifically tell the learner exactly what to do, you know. So that's just one example from a... Um, that's uh, called the task, task type? That's the task type. Okay. Um, but it could be like if I was doing a... Uh, you know, a cooking course in the first lesson was about, um, you know, making a vegan cheesecake. I might, uh, you know, the first step is to go get the ingredients. The second step is to like preheat the oven. The next step is to, uh, you know, um, you know, make the ingredients, then bake it, then cool it, then serve Mm -hmm. it, you know, so I can like, I can chunk down the content into actual action steps. 
Okay. So what are the other types of um, assignments? So it's upload an essay. Okay. And up, upload is, um, is really where there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of creativity in tasks, but there's also a lot of create, create, creative opportunity in uploads. So you could ask your, your learner to upload a photo, a video, an audio file, a Word document, an Excel document, PowerPoint presentation, a keynote presentation. And I'm just touching on like 5% of the different types of files that people could upload. Mm -hmm. um, and you can also like restrict it. Like let's say you only want people uploading PDFs. You could do that. Or you only want people uploading MP3s. Like if you're doing a language learning test and, or assignment and you're, you're having them, you know, recite something in a, in a different language. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what upload is all about. Cool. Um, and then the third was the essay. Essay. Yeah. Which, I mean, for some people that's kind of scary because it, it brings up memories of like, Oh no, I had, when I was a kid, I had to write all these essays. Yeah. And, but it doesn't have to be, I mean, you, you could be doing like a, a writing course. Maybe it's like a poetry submission. Maybe it's journaling. Maybe it's, um, you know, just some initial thoughts about something so that you open up a feedback loop with a student that's, it's not even really graded. It's just a way to, you know, make sure your student was integrating the knowledge and stuff like that. So whatever you want to call it essay, I know for some people has a little old school negative connotation, but I would encourage people to have an open mind. It's also cool because you can, uh, let's say you don't write it all in one go it's saving as you're typing. So you can always come back later and keep adding to it. You're not forced to like stay in the Starbucks and finish mm -hmm. it all in one whack because sometimes an essay or, or a writing project is, or, you know, a business plan or whatever it is, mm -hmm. takes some time. So it can, yeah. it's flexible in that way. So that's cool. Like kind of like Google docs. Is, it, is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one question I've seen asked in the community a lot that I wanted you to explain is really like what's the difference between an assignment and a quiz and what are some different use cases that you might want to pick a quiz over an assignment or an assignment over a quiz or should you have both? I know that's like six questions in one, but. No, it's a good question. Um, it really comes back to that venue question and like what you're trying to do. In my view, when I look at a quiz, I'm mostly looking to reinforce the learning and make sure like the, the student understood what, what's going on or what the theory I'm teaching or how the mental models work that I'm teaching. I'm checking for comprehension, whereas an assignment I could use more for getting them, okay, we have that, that common ground of understanding something but now let's move into action towards the results that you know the marketing in my course promised you mm -hmm. so to give a couple of examples um if we go back to our how to build a website course uh i might use and, and and to be clear you can have a quiz and an assignment on the same lesson okay so i may be talking in lesson one of my about how Al Gore invented the internet 
what a web hosting company really is, um, what a domain is and how it actually works and what the domain names mean and everything like that. I may have a quiz to, you know, make sure people understand some core things that are important to know around web hosting and domain names and email accounts and things like that, that I'm just making sure they understand the foundational principles of the internet before we get into the website building process. But my assignment is going to be way more about taking action. It's going to be signing up for that hosting account, buying that domain name, getting WordPress installed. Whereas the quiz might be just testing, like making sure we understand what a content management system or CMS is, which is what WordPress is. So that's really the, the difference between the two. And if we were to go, um, you know, to a different industry or niche like health and fitness, if I'm teaching um, like some kind of health transformation or healing process, I'm going to have some ideas around uh, certain guiding principles of fitness or health that I'm going to be teaching kind of conceptually and theoretically. Mm-hmm. I may want to quiz the the learner on some of those principles to make sure that they got the core concepts, you know, whether I'm teaching about toxicity or inflammation um, or, you know, recovery or, uh, you know, cellular damage and things like that. But then my assignment's going to be all about the solution and, and moving them into the action with this new information to getting the, the results. In this case, a health transformation where, I'm getting into issues around the quality of the water, the quality of the, the nutrition, the, how we move the body, how we approach recovery of, uh, you know, and stress and all these issues. So that's really the main difference. And I think it's, it can be really exciting. Sometimes these words have, uh, like we talked about the essay, have a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if the result is like, being able to live 10 years longer or being able to like, uh, you know, go play with your kids without getting winded or whatever. These things have like major life changing impacts on people. So that's what's so exciting about it. Yeah, that's cool. Um, So from like the site owner standpoint, can you tell me more about how um, I might be able to structure my course pricing differently? if I am offering like an add-on like assignments versus, versus, uh, you know, in quizzes, um, does that, it's kind of a loaded, like a loaded question, but does that like bring more value to my site? You know, that is a great question. (laughs) Yeah, that is a great question. So, um, and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, which is what is the stack? Are we just giving people content with like some ideas or some suggestions are we moving them towards solutions to results? So we, um, you can absolutely charge more um, if your course, like as an instructional designer, if we have that hat on, is designed in such a way that dramatically increases the likelihood of the transformation or the results promised because we're, we have a plan to get people moving into action with assignments, not just give them access to the best information. And the other piece of it is if we're using assignments and where the instructor can give feedback or remarks or grades, we're opening up a feedback loop 
which goes into coaching, which is uh, personalization. Because when we realize that not all people are the same, you know, the way Susie and the way Fred respond to my health and fitness uh, material through the assignments or the quizzes uh, and, or, or how they get stuck and where they have problems may be completely different. Um, so if I ask for an assignment where I want them to, you know, upload a picture of their pantry and I'm looking at the food or open the refrigerator and take a picture. Um, if I'm a health and nutrition coach, I'm now able to give personalized feedback based off of the, the pictures of different people's refrigerator contents. So that mm -hmm. level of personalization is very valuable and it, it, it is, you are able to charge more money for that because it's personalized. It's coach, it's coaching stuff. It's not just good content stuff. It's like the difference between um, going to the bookstore and buying a book versus uh, going to the bookstore and buying the book and also having the, the author of the book, like give you feedback based on, you know, your, your exact situation. So it's absolutely a lot more valuable when you add that, you know, assignments, both from uh, getting people moving into action and the right actions, and also from that personalized feedback perspective. Well, does it have to be either or? Can people offer both options on their website and set two different price points? Have you seen that in our community at all? Yeah, it's common where, um, you know, I like to use the framework of do it yourself done with you and done for you. So mm -hmm. the do it yourself path may be just the content mm -hmm. where you're not really getting into the instructor's time. So I may have like one version of the course that has like the content and I may use assignments to get people taking action where I'm giving them the task lists and stuff. But then I ha I may have like another version of the course or another access model where they get more of that personalization, more of the coaching pieces or other benefits that, um, you know, can create the varied pricing. But if it's going to take more of my time as an instructor or a teacher, I'm going to charge, I have to charge more for that. Otherwise I go upside down on it or I run out of capacity mm -hmm. to be able to deliver. So how do you figure out exactly like what the right, right price point is? Like, how do you find the sweet spot? Um, if we look at traditional pricing models, the first way that people do that is, well, actually the, the most popular way is that people just pull a number out of the air. But <laughs> I, I, I mean, and that's fine. You can do that. Um, or they just look around and see what other people are doing and be like, yeah, I'm kind of like that. I'll just do that price. Uh -huh. <laughs> but pricing for course creators and membership site builders is a very interesting topic, especially when we get into a more complicated, or not complicated, but complex stack. Like right. I was talking to somebody the other day in a podcast episode, and they were offering uh, like courses plus a website for their particular niche. I was like, oh, that's an interesting stack. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you do courses plus like coaching, like with private areas, uh, and you get like personalized, you know, assessments and things like that. And we have some other podcast episodes about that. It's way more valuable. But to go back to the pricing question, one way to look at it is from a, 
like the cost perspective, the way a home builder builds a home, they often do cost plus where the materials or the expenses, you know, to build the actual house and the labor and everything like that. And then there's like a markup on top of that. That's just called cost pricing. Um, so that's, that's one way to do it. And you just look at the markup and a lot of people actually undervalue or, or miss or take for granted the cost of creating something. Mm-hmm. So whatever it took you to create that course, I mean, there's your, well, first of all, a lot of people discount the value of their own time. Right. Right. And another thing is just the materials, like maybe, yeah, you, you got some lifter tools, but what about like your web hosting and, uh, you know, the computer used to make the course and the internet bill and the cell phone bill. I mean, whatever. It just, it really starts adding up, but that's the cost approach. The other way to do it um, is more from a, uh, <clears throat> it's like a, I forget the traditional accounting name for it, but it's a, it's a, it's where you basically go for as much money as you possibly can get. <laughs> and okay. that is, that is a, uh, uh, you know, where you're looking for what kind of margins can I get? Mm-hmm. Um, and that gets into the, what's known as the theory of price elasticity, which is actually easy to experiment with, with digital products. It's a lot harder to do with physical products or things that have a large uh, production cycle. So what I mean by that is mm-hmm. you're basically charging is you're trying to find like where can, the, what is the market rate for, you know, what is the most I can charge for this? And then once you overshoot it, you, you realize that, which is, but you need to test it scientifically. So you're basically finding out um, what the market will bear uh, by doing testing and A-B testing and that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, I don't necessarily recommend charging as much as you possibly can for something. Um, I think the most important thing is deciding what type of, you know, who do you want to serve? Who do you want five years from now, 10 years from now to be helping? Um, Mm -hmm. What kind of customers do you like to work with? What kind of positive impact do you want to make in the world? And, uh, you know, these issues, it's more than just making money. It's also about service. It's about legacy. It's about what makes you come alive as a course creator. and you know, what you feel passionate about doing the work, you know, spending all that time at the computer and doing all that coaching and community monitoring and content creation and running your business, that the passion and all that is important too. But all that is to say, <clears throat> the more you add coaching elements and community elements and you create a stack that's bigger than just content, mm-hmm. uh, the more you can charge more for that. Um. And so what is coming down the pipe for assignments next? Anything? Is it? It depends. Are there going to be more features? Tell me, tell me a little bit more about what's going on. So at Lifter LMS, our philosophy, we don't uh, focus on the competition. We focus on our customers and the need and the problems that we're solving, the jobs to be done in the marketplace. And for us, that means learning the jobs to be done and learning. But uh, assignments, it's, it's really what comes next. We're in a period now where we're really listening to our community and seeing what they want. Are there, there new assignment types that we haven't thought of yet that 
would be helpful? Are there more features that we should be adding to the task list? Uh, is there something that, sh that people need from the essay feature that uh -huh. we should add? So basically, we're listening. How, how, are, how are we listening? How are you getting the feedback from people? Like if they, if somebody has um, the Infinity Bundle and they're trying out assignments and they're like, oh, I just thought of seven great things I would love for this to do. What, what should they do? The best way to do that right now is through the support ticket system. While the assignment is in beta, mm -hmm. we are looking to our customers to, uh, you know, provide feedback. And that's the best way to really get into it on what they need and what they want. Cool. Um, anything else we, we should go over with assignments that we didn't cover you think people need to hear about or know about? Or I think you really covered it. I just would want to encourage the listener to consider taking this opportunity to get the Infinity Bundle, to get access to assignments, but also private areas, social learning, um, advanced quizzes, and the Lifter LMS Office Hours Mastermind. So if you're interested in assignments or you're interested in this um, challenge of like, what, what's my stack going to be? Am I going to do coaching and courses? How do I get people taking action? These are the things we talk about at the weekly Lifter LMS Office Hours Mastermind call. Mm -hmm. So I would just encourage you, the listener, to uh, – um, you know, consider getting the Infinity Bundle to get assignments, but also to get access to a group of people doing what you're trying to do and, and have great conversations around that. Cool. Well, thanks, Chris. Awesome. Well, thanks, Allie. I appreciate it. Anytime. And I hope uh, this episode inspires you to get out there and get your learners taking action.